Hey guys, so welcome to another episode of this podcast. Again, I don't really know where this is going, but I've decided to do something a little different for y'all. So I was cleaning my room and I found um, my old journals. And I do keep journals, I still do, but they're more on online journals. I'm not going to say the platform because I don't want y'all to find me there, but um, it's an anonymous blog that I write and I write there well almost every day I do try to write there every day because journal is like daily right so I do but when I was younger I used to keep these journals like literal notebooks uh, blank Um, they're almost like a book because some of them are hard bound but like they're basically diaries and I try to write every day Um, And so I figured I would start like a series where I would read off of a journal and then react to it because keep in mind, these are um, these entries are different parts of my life. Um, Some of them have dates. Some of them don't have dates. I don't know why. But, um, you know, I was a different person when I wrote these. So let's try to read some. Um, Some are in my language which is uh well i'm filipina so some of them are in tagalog but i'm gonna read the ones that are in english first so this entry is not dated but it says you'll be okay you won't be the same but you'll be okay not much comfort but i find it fitting knowing the fact that a lot of people walk around with a smile while crying inside A lot of people have had something terrible happen to them once, and they were never the same after that. But nobody notices, because they act the same. But something inside has died, something that can never be brought back to life no matter how hard they try. And they end up looking at things differently, with a more cautious eye. Sometimes it's not the unknown we fear the most, it's the things we know all too well. And that's it. And I wanted to, I don't know, Um, I don't know what age I was when I wrote this, but I wanted to talk about the last few lines a bit because that was me. You know, I I did fear things that I know all too well, other than uh, uh, more so than the things that I don't know. Like, I don't fear the unknown, right? If, If you, let's say the world is an ocean, and I'm at the edge of a cliff and there's two choices. I can either jump or I can stay on that cliff. The cliff is familiar, right? You know that cliff so well. You've been there your whole life. You've been out there fishing with your brothers, your sisters. But the ocean, you only ever know what you pull out of it when you're fishing, right? You know morsels of it. You fish around and you pull you you catch a bluegill, fish around, catch a a surgeon, I don't know. Um, but like you only ever know what you pull out of it. But the ocean is so vast and much of it is unknown. And that is a fact, by the way, that's a scientific fact. I don't remember the percentage, but you know, um there's a huge percentage of the ocean that is unexplored and a lot of species undiscovered but anyway so you know you only know what you fish what comes out of it what bites your line right and then one day 
you go out onto that cliff just like you did every day for for most of your life and you try jumping you think about jumping you know you don't know what's in there um you know that there are bluegills and sturgeons or uh croakers i don't know but you don't know what's really in there because you haven't been in the ocean you just were ever in the on the cliff and looking down on the ocean and you have two choices you can either jump or you can stay on that cliff where it's again familiar and i was the type of person before that would jump like if you told me hey you you could actually you know free dive in here you know no one's gonna no one's gonna stop you and immediately i would jump of course i don't know how to swim but like you know um i would if i knew how to swim <clears throat> I would not hesitate because I don't know what's in there. You know, is it going to kill me? Is something big going to kill me in there? I don't know. Only one way to find out. I'll jump. I'll take that risk. And I was someone who's not afraid to take that risk because you you don't know what's going to happen because you literally have not tried it. So what is there to fear? Right? Something about fearing the unknown doesn't seem logical to me. But that's just me. Um, but then I fear the known. I fear the things I know all too well. Like a fire, right? I've been burned before because I tried touching a flame. When I was a child, you know how curious you are because the flame is so magical and dancing right in front of your eyes. And it's just asking for you to touch it. And you do. And you get burned. And you never do that again, right? You take that hurt from your childhood until you grow up and you never do the same shit again, the same stupid shit again as touching a flame, right? So when there's a fire somewhere or your house is lit on fire, knock on wood, you get out of there because you know how flames are. You know that you cannot get too close to the flame, otherwise you'll get burned and you'll get hurt. That, to me, seems more logical. It seems more logical to fear what you already know. You know what fire is. You know how it feels when you touch it. You know what it can do to you if you stay too close to the fire. Therefore, you fear it, right? And that's me. And I figured when I read that um, entry, I figured that's still me. I am not afraid of what's going to happen tomorrow or the next week or the next month. And it's so fitting because I'm going through something in my life right now that requires for me to step into the unknown, um, requires for me to leave my comfort zone. And I don't really know if I'm going to be successful in it or every, if everything's going to go well. But here I am planning to still do that thing and i'm in fact putting things together so i can do that thing so i can jump in that water and i i am jumping i am not i'm not putting like my foot or one foot in the water and testing it if it's too cold or if it's just warm enough for me to actually jump no i i am jumping in 
<laughs> and, you know, it's scary, but I don't fear it, not necessarily. Like, I don't fear it to the point that I'm not going to do it. Because, again, I fear what I know all too well. I know that if I stay in this place for the rest of my life, I know it's going to happen because I've already been there. I know this place, the corners of each room. I know the ceiling. I know the cracks on the floor. I know everything. And I know that if I stay here, I'm going to lose my mind. If I stay here, I'm going to wither into something that I don't recognize. If I stay here, I know that I'm not going to be myself one of these days. That I'm going to lose who I really am. And so I'm venturing into something that is unknown. Now, I would very much rather venture into something that's unknown. But would not guarantee, but at least I'd have a fighting chance of being who I really am. I'd have a fighting chance of being really happy. And that's the thing about happiness. It's not all the time. Like, you can't be happy all the time. That's not life. Life has ups and downs, no matter how cliche that sounds. But it means you're living. And you can't expect to be happy all the time. Like, let's, let's you know, let's get off track for a minute and talk about work. You know how people are miserable at their work, at their 9 to 5 boring jobs. And they tell their friends, they always rant to their friends and tell their friends that, you know what, I really want to submit my resignation because I'm not happy here. No one is paying you to be happy. No, no corporate job is paying you to be happy. Not even your passion projects, not even your like passionate jobs. Like I am, I could say that I'm passionate in hosting, but if I get a job for hosting and I'm being paid for it because it, it's a job I'm still not going to be paid to be happy like no one is going to approach me and tell me are you happy where you work maybe some of the corporate companies will do that they have like wellness um, sessions wellness uh, coaches where they try to ask you if you're happy or how well you are mentally but that's just for the company's sake it's not really for your sake they don't really care about you and your well-being just to be honest. So, you know, at the end of the day, whatever job you take, you're not 100% paid to be happy. No one is going to pay you so you could be happy. So it's senseless and almost childish to really say that I'm not happy where I'm working. If you could find a job where you're happy with what you're doing and you're being paid for it, then good for you. But think, think about it this way. You're being paid because you're doing something for the company. You're not being paid to be happy about it. And it's a nine to five job. It's literally eight hours of your life. You have 24. Let's say you're spending eight hours of it sleeping, right? So you have eight hours more to do the things that you actually love, to do the things that you're actually passionate about. So let's say you're working nine to five. After a nine-to-five job, you could, you know, rest for a bit and then start working on your passion projects. There's no excuse. 
if you're not doing what you love after your nine to five boring job, that means you don't really love it. You don't love it that much. If you're not putting it in your schedule, if you're not making time for it in your day, because again, you have eight hours of free time, right? So don't call it a passion if you don't include it in your day when you have eight hours to spare in a day, right? Plus a whole 48 hours because you get two days off, right? So a whole 48 hours and eight hours a day and you're not doing what you love, then you don't love that. You're not passionate about that, right? So an example is I'm working at a nine to five corporate job, right? And then after my work, I go out and I fish, fishing again. I don't know. I don't even know how to fish. Why am I making that as an example for this podcast? But anyway, um, yeah, I've been watching a lot of fishing videos lately to help me sleep. I guess that's why. Anyway, so you go out there and you fish. You make time for it. It doesn't have to, if you're passionate about it, it doesn't have to take up your whole day. You want it to because you really love fishing. But at least you make time for it with your nine to five job because your nine to five job is what will support your passion, is what pays for your passion, what supports you in your life, what puts food on the table so you can survive and do your passion and do things that you're passionate about, do things that you're happy about that fulfills you. So don't think of your nine to five job desk job, whatever it is, corporate job. Don't think of it as an inconvenience. Don't think of it as a lifestyle. It is not. Literally think of it as um, a source, a source of income because it literally is. Think of it as a source for your financial needs. Think of it as a source for you to pursue your passion. And you'll never be depressed in your job. If you think about it as just you milking money from from your bosses or from your employer, you'll never be, you know, really, truly unhappy while you're working there. Just think, I'm just going to get through this for eight hours a day, five days a week, and then I'm done, right? Don't think that you're stuck because you need that job. So then you can live your true life, Right? But that's just me. Anyway, um, got off topic there, but I really wanted to discuss that again. Um, oh, not again. I mean, I wanted to discuss that uh, since, you know, I'm at a point in my life where I am always ranting to my friends that I am so sick and tired of my job and I'm not happy anymore and I'm so stressed out. And then I thought one day that why am I stressed out? This is just an income this is just a source of income and I don't have to build a life around it. You know what I mean? I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, put that in my schedule. I'm gonna put that nine to five job in my life. I'm not gonna build a life around it. It doesn't have to be my life. It doesn't have to be my, my character, my story. It's just like one tiny little line in a chapter. Like, Oh, um, this is Anna. She works at a factory and she does photography. And, you know, it, it could be an intro to your 
to your biography, but it's just one little line. It doesn't have to be a whole chapter where they're going to talk about what you do in your job and the processes and how much you get paid. No, they're just going to say, oh, she's Anna and she works at a factory. And that's it. That's one little line. It doesn't have to define you. Why are you letting it define you? Why are you always ranting to your friends about it? Like it's your character. <laughs> like it's, it's your, you know, um, personality. Your job is not your personality. Stop it. Um, I'm mostly saying that to myself. But yeah, I guess that's, that's what we're going to talk about today. And um, I wanted to do this daily where I would, you know, um, read... Uh, an entry off of my journal because I have a lot by the way I have a lot of journals um, and then we're going to react to it so see you guys tomorrow bye